<laughs> what's going on what's going on gang you know what time it is you know the vibes <laughs> we in the building it's your boy phantom fuego p-h-a-n-t-m p-h-u-e-g-o and oh my god oh my god oh my god we have so much to talk about we have so much to talk about this is probably going to take up both episodes this week man because you know the the season is upon us we are here we are here and um i don't care what nobody says we here get used to it you know um Yeah, man, we are we are in the season. We are absolutely in the season. We are absolutely in the season. It's your boy Phantom Fuego. This is his ghetto point of view. We bring you the news, <clears throat> views, previews, and reviews. With just a twist of his ghetto point of view. Ooh, 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 ooh. Y'all seeing what's going on? Y'all see what's going on in the world right now. Y'all see what's going on in the world right now. And we're going to talk about it today. Please make sure to tell a friend to tell a friend. His ghetto point of view is the hippest ride in the galaxy. To quote my man Don Cornelius, we are the hippest ride in the galaxy. And sometimes I feel like Star-Lord and then I got to be a guardian of this galaxy. And I say that with as much humility as one can. Because, no, I don't say that to say I'm some interstellar being that can break the firmament. What I'm saying is we got to protect what's right out here, y'all. We got to we gotta stand on something or we'll fall for anything in the words of Martin Luther King such a brilliant man who's taken away from us so young we got to stand for something or we will fall for anything and um we gonna stand today y'all dig in please get those donations to me man because lord 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 <laughs> lord 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 man 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 PayPal.me forward slash Phantom Fuego P-H-A-N-T-M-P-H-U-E-G-O PayPal P-A-P-P-A-Y-P-A-L dot M-E slash Phantom P-H-A-N-T-M Fuego P-H-U-E-G-O or at Venmo at Phantom dot Phantom hyphen Fuego P H U E G O dash four two. That's fans at Phantom dash Fuego dash four two. We gonna get into it, guys. We'll be right back. Let's go. to the dispensary you know how that go but listen we're not even gonna waste no time 
we need to dig into this. One of the biggest stories that came out over the weekend, among a plethora of stories, Nets point guard Kyrie Irving, Brooklyn Nets point guard Kyrie Irving, is a adamant, is allegedly reporting uh, that he will not, he would consider sitting the home games due to this New York City vaccine mandate. I say again, New York Knicks, New York Nets point guard Kyrie Irving is reportedly considering sitting home games due to New York City's vaccine mandate. So for those who are not in New York City or unaware, you cannot go into arenas, bars, clubs, theaters, gyms, and uh, the, the list is getting progressively longer of, of places without what is known as a health pass in New York city. The health pass is called the Excelsior pass or the key to New York city. So without this pass, you're not allowed to go into any of these large events. <clears throat> so it doesn't matter if you could pass a test and don't have COVID. It doesn't matter if you don't have, if you have a normal temperature, aren't exhibiting any symptoms. It doesn't matter if you are a carrier of antibodies because you had covid already and you your body has created a natural immunity none of these things matter what matters is this get the shot even if you have natural immunity they suggest you get the shot so you have even quote-unquote more immunity though i'm not sure that's actually possible for you to have even more immunity than your body just creating its own natural immune immunity if you naturally get the shot but we'll dig into all that today. We'll dig into all of that. So according to CBS Sports, reports hint that Nets Kyrie Irving could consider sitting home games due to New York City vaccine mandate. Uh, this is an article by Jasmine Winbush. Uh, as the 2021-2022 NBA season gets closer to tipping off, one of the dominating storylines is the vaccination rates among players in the league. It was recently reported by The Athletic that 90% of the NBA players are vaccinated. However, the focus remains on the 10% that aren't as training camps start. The league has already laid out COVID-19 guidelines for unvaccinated players, which includes daily testing, mass requirements in team facilities, and mandatory quarantine if they come into contact with someone who has tested positive. The NBA laid out these rules <clears throat> likely in an attempt to convince players to give, get the vaccine, but there is still a contingent of players skeptical about the vac about getting vaccinated, getting the vaccine, as is their right as intelligent individuals whether they want to get it or not they are entitled to be skeptical grown adults these players did not get into these positions of power and prestige and some would say authority in their local communities and abroad without being savvy or having savvy teams around them that very strategically weigh the pro and con of every health decision whether it be surgeries Switching teams, the amount of time they practice, the amount of time they rest, when and how often they travel, and getting a shot into their bloodstream or system would be, I imagine, be something that would also be, they would want to question. 
No, yes, maybe. All right. So the article continues. One of those players is reportedly Brooklyn Nets point guard Kyrie Irving, who, according to Fox Sports, is unvaccinated. If Ky- if Irving doesn't get at least one dose of the vaccine before the season starts, not only would he be subject to stricter guidelines by the league, but he would also be unable to play in any of the Nets home games per the New York City vaccine mandate. <clears throat> so it's the league. So it's the Nets the New York City's vaccine mandate that states this, not him. Hmm. Irving is already choosing to skip Nets Media Day Monday in Brooklyn due to the vaccine mandate, but the team does expect him to be at training camp in San Diego per ESPN, Zach Lowe, and Brian Windhorst. However, Irving's plans to speak with reporters via Zoom on Monday. Irving plans to speak with reporters via Zoom on Monday, according to ESPN's Malika Andrews. New York City and San Francisco passed vaccine vaccination requirements for indoor activities which include professional sports arenas. That means that players competing for the Nets, Knicks, and Warriors must be vaccinated to play in home games. Golden State is already facing an obstacle with that mandate as forward Andrew Wiggins has been reluctant to get a vaccine, and now apparently Brooklyn is facing the same dilemma with Irving. According to a report by Rolling Stone, it is possible that Irving could decide to set out home games in Brooklyn instead of getting the vaccine, at least according to his aunt, Tyke Irving. Whew. There are so many players outside of him who are opting out. I would like to think they would make a way, Tyke Irving said. It could be like every third game, so it still gives you a full season of being interactive and being on the court, but with the limitations that they're, of course, are pressing upon you. While it's unclear if that is something Irving is considering, his aunt is the executive director of his Kai Family Foundation, K-A-I Family Foundation, and is considered one of the few people in his regular circle of advisors, per Rolling Stone. Irving is also no stranger to finding a way around of the league rules, as evidence by him skipping media day altogether last season. He also stayed sidelined for a portion of the Brooklyn Nets of Brooklyn's games for personal reasons that underwent a mandatory quarantine after breaking the league's COVID-19 policies last year for attending a party he threw for his sister at a club. So he's not supposed to attend his own sister's party that he threw. That's dumb as hell. While Irving is still reluctant to get vaccinated, Nets general manager Sean Marks said recently that the team felt confident that all players would be vaccinated ahead of training camp, which would put no limitations on participation. Right now, though, it appears like they're having some difficulty convincing Irving to get vaccinated. Mm-mm-mm. Very interesting. Very interesting. Mm. And uh Yeah, so that's very interesting guys and uh a, a Fox Sports article by Yaron Weitzman. Uh unvaccinated NBA players could be sidelined in some markets in the 2021-22 season. As the 2021-2021 NBA regular season was winding down, one team fighting for player positioning realized it had a problem. A number of its players had declined to receive COVID-19 vaccinations. The team was worried about an outbreak 
that an outbreak could derail its postseason hopes. Team executives began setting up meetings aimed at swaying the unvaccinated players. They provided data outlining the scientific benefits to them as individuals and their families, as well as information regarding the safety of the vaccine. That didn't work. Next, the team tried dangling the ant. The NBA's updated and more relaxed COVID protocols, which made life easier for vaccinated players. They faced fewer tests, had fewer restrictions, and crucially, were not required to quarantine after an exposure to the virus. The the unvaccinated players still didn't budge. Finally, the team tried appealing to the players' self-interest. There was money to be made in the postseason It told the players, whether via the playoffs, contract incentives, or by flourishing under the spotlight and burnishing their respective reputations. That pitch didn't work either. The team finished the season with less than 70% of its players vaccinated. We tried everything. A staff member from the team told Fox Sports, none of it mattered. Now, with the 2021-22 regular season a month away and players returning to their local markets for training camp next week, a number of NBA organizations find themselves confronting similar challenges, only with more urgency. The combination of new league protocols and more stringent local regulations could create an environment in which vaccine hesitancy becomes an issue that impacts on-court results. In other words, the the final standings this season could very well be impacted by the vaccination status of players. I'm going to continue with the article before I give my two cents. The NBA, according to to a league spokesman, believes that around 85% of its players are currently vaccinated. The National Basketball Association player executive director, Michelle Roberts, put that number at 90% during a July interview with Yahoo Sports. Those numbers are about 10 to 15% more than the overall rate of American adults who are vaccinated. But that still means that somewhere between 50 and 70 NBA players remain unvaccinated, an average of more than two per squad. Depending on how those players are grouped and what what city they play in and how good they are, it's clear that any team entering the season with low vaccination rates will be at a competitive disadvantage. Take, for example, the current rules in New York and San Francisco. In a September 1st memo, which was obtained by Fox Sports, the NBA informed its teams that due to local vaccination requirements, unvaccinated members in the, of the New York Knicks, Brooklyn Nets, and Golden State Warriors would be prohibited from playing or practicing in their home arenas without providing proof of at least one dose of COVID-19 vaccination unless they have an approved medical or religious exemption. The regulation does not apply to visiting players, which is so stupid. So, okay, trade me. I'm out. Is this perhaps why they wanted to trade Kyrie before the season started? That would mean that any player on one of those rosters who refused vaccination would miss all of the all 41 of his team's home games unless he received one of those approved exemptions. One player who could be affected is Nets guard Kyrie Irving. According to multiple league sources, Irving has yet to receive a vaccine shot. Both the Nets and and a spokeswoman for Irving declined to comment on the record about Irving's vaccination status. But Nets, yeah, you hear me uh, crumbling that raw paper in the background. A crumbled raw paper make a better raw. My dudes who know already know. I don't fuck with the grabber, but you know, shout to my dudes who do grabber, shout to my dudes who roll dutches, shout to my people who roll up backwards, and you know what I'm saying? I fuck with the woods from time to time, you know what I'm saying? It gotta be like a good wood, like a Russian cream or something, 
You know what I mean? It can't be just a regular wood. Um, Got to be something nice from town to town. Time to time. But, you know, I'm I'm more just into the paper plans, man. Paper planning all day. First it was Marley's, but then I started getting the Raws. And it was just, it was over after that. But the Nets in the article continues. Both the Nets and a spokeswoman for Irving declined to comment on the record about Irving's vaccination status. But the Nets general manager, Sean Marks, was asked during a news conference on Tuesday whether Nets or the New York City's mandate could sideline any of his team's players. Regarding if they could play today, I can't comment comment on who could and so forth. There were obvious there would obviously be a couple people missing from that picture, Mark said. I won't get into who it is, but we feel confident in the following several days before camp everybody would be allowed to participate and so forth. Earlier in the news conference, Mark said, I think we all understand what's at stake. We've had very candid conversations. We don't see whether it's a citywide mandate or it's a league mandate to follow being any sort of hindrance to us being able to put out a team. There's also the Warriors Andrew Wiggins who told reporters in March that he didn't anticipate getting vaccinated anytime soon and according to a report in San Francisco Chronicle, has refused to change his stance. The Warriors declined to comment, <clears throat> excuse me, and Wiggins and Wiggins' agent didn't reply to multiple emails. Meanwhile, Knicks all-star forward Julius, Julius Randle was, non, was non-committal when asked in a recent interview with, with SNY whether he thought Knicks players missing games due to vaccination status could be an issue. I'm not sure if there's going to be an issue or not. I haven't thought about it. Randle stated, everybody has their own preferences <clears throat> on what they should do or not or what's safe or not, and I get it. I understand it. I get both sides. The NBA isn't taking measures as drastic as in New York and San Francisco, but it has made clear that it intends to implement rules that encourage unvaccinated players to get vaccinated. And another memo from earlier this month, also obtained by Fox Sports, the league outlined its anticipated health and safety protocols. These called for a mandatory seven-day quarantine period for unvaccinated players who come into contact with the virus. Depending on a team's schedule, that could result in as much as four games absence. Vaccinated players, on the other hand, could avoid quarantine with a negative test result. The rules are not yet final, as the league and NBPA are still negotiating COVID protocols. So hold up. So if a vaccinated player tests positive, they'll still miss the time. And we've seen so many people fully vaccinated test positive. Chris Rock tested positive two doses in. And now... God bless Chris Rock. He's in the hospital battling a serious life condition. Continue with the article. The rules are not final yet. As the league and MBPA are still negotiating COVID protocols for the upcoming season. <clears throat> one sticking point appears to be whether the league could mandate vaccines for its players. Shots will be required for NBA referees as well as, well as for team personnel who work within 15 feet of players or referees during games. The NBPA, however, has refused to budge on its demand that players not be required to take the vaccine and any proposal, proposal that mandates vaccinations remains a non-starter, according to a recent report from ESPN. I personally support vaccination. I took it. 
Michelle Roberts told Yahoo Sports in July. But she added, frankly, there are some very strong opinions among our guys about taking it or not. And she said, I won't I wouldn't stutter when it came to supporting a player that I know that that I know has not been vaccinated. That's his choice. Good for you, Michelle Roberts. That is an attorney. Ladies and gentlemen, Michelle Roberts is a bar associated attorney in the state of New York. Essentially, all the players that work for the MBPA, essentially all of its union members are her clients. All of those players, all four or five hundred of the players and probably also the G League players and, the, you know, the G League Ignite, etc. Free agents, what have you, are all her clients. If they're up to date members of the union, the National Basketball Players Association, she is on retainer to represent all of their interest. She is an attorney. She knows she has to back her clients, whether she likes their particular stance or not, as long as their stance is not any one that is detrimental to them. And she respects their positions on the science, as a good attorney should. And she will defend her clients tooth and nail, regardless of her personal beliefs, and remain as impartial as anyone can try to as a good attorney should. So love and kudos to Michelle Roberts for that. She took it, but she will stand day and night with anyone who does not want to. And I love it. She had her personal choice and she respects their right to their personal choices. The league memos. Oh, the article continues. The league memos, which also state that a player who misses games as a result, as a result of his inability to comply with local law, might subject him to a reduction of his compensation by the NBA or his team. Have changed some minds, according to league sources. But multiple agents have said in interviews that they're having trouble convincing their remaining holdouts. We work for the players, one said, and they all have different reasons. But if they're hell bent on not getting it, there's only so much you can do. There's only so much you can do if players don't want to get the shot. So, you know, this to me is very interesting because it's not just Kyrie Irving, though Kyrie Irving has been being put on the chopping block and falling on a lot of swords for the whole league as I don't want to sound crazy but as an outspoken person should an outspoken person should be able to an outspoken person will up feathers the wrong way so in an article uh from yahoo Kyrie irving declines questions about vaccination status from own young masuk hoops hype Kyrie irving joins the nets media day remotely on if he expects to be compliant with vaccination to play i would love to keep that private and handle that the right way with my team obviously i am not able to be present there today he adds he's not putting limits for future
Yeah, so this is crazy. So when Kyrie Irving was asked um, questions, they asked uh, Ben Robark. <clears throat> Kyrie Irving would not confirm or deny his vaccination status. Asked if he's looking forward to playing in front of the Brooklyn fans. He said, the last thing I want to create is a distraction and all this hoopla. Mitch Lawrence wrote for Kyrie's first team, all distraction. Uh, Tom Lorenzo uh, reports Kyrie Irving said, first things first, you got to respect the privacy. I'm not here to create more drama. On IG Live after signing off Zoom. Don't say I never did anything for y'all. Hope y'all enjoyed that. Uh, Tim Reynolds uh, reported Kyrie on Instagram Live after Zoom with reporters. Says he doesn't want to create drama. Says he wants to continue to lead in the right way. Uh, Kyrie Irving on contract extension talks with Brooklyn Nets. We have great talks. It's going well. We know the future is in our is on our side. Sort of say being able to maximize our potential in these next coming years to make a few runs at this championship. Kyrie Irving said, I feel like we have a recipe for uh, success, according to A.J. Brown. Okay. So this is really just uh, the questions, the Q&A. Mm-mm-mm. Interesting, very interesting. And an article from SportsIllustrated.com: uh, Kyrie Irving, NBA anti-vaxxers at odds with NBA protocols, vaccinated players, according to Joseph Salvador. And that sensational last title just makes me know that this is about to be crazy. It appears that many NBA players are opposed to the COVID-19 vaccine. And several issues have risen concerning the league's protocols. According to an in-depth piece by Rolling Stone's Matt Sullivan, which we are about to get into. The Nets point guard Kyrie Irving's distrust of the vaccine is noted along with several vaccinated NBA players voicing their concerns about the upcoming NBA season. On August 7th, the National Basketball Players Association had a virtual meeting with the league where COVID-19 protocols were discussed. The NBA P- the NBA wanted to agree to terms of, a, of wanted to agree to terms that 100% of the players would be required to get vaccinated, but the issue was a non-starter. Non-starter. Players and executives told Rolling Stone, unvaccinated players shut down that proposition and agreed there should be testing but not during off days. They did agree to mandatory masks on the court and on the road, however. The NBA agreed to these terms and also made socially distanced travel suggested per Rolling Stone. Uh, NBA regulators will also be looking out for forged vaccine cards, but only if an issue was brought to their attention. Among the unvaccinated coalition is Irving, who is the vice president of the executive committee of the Players Union. Recently, Irving started to like Instagram posts and follow an account that claims secret societies are implanting vaccines in a plot to connect black people to a master computer for a plan of Satan, according to Roland Stone. Misinformation and conspiracy theories have been spreading to NBA locker rooms across the country, per the report. New York and but the only you know what 
what I would say to that is the only way somebody knew that Kyrie Irving liked it is if they were on the page themselves and saw Kyrie Irving on the page too. So what were you doing there? Because you don't just get to see everything Kyrie likes. You only get to know commonality. So if liked by somebody you follow. What you was doing there, bro? Sis, people, person. What were you doing there? Dog, cat, alien. What the hell were you doing there? Bird, other. I don't know what you speak. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah, so New York and San Francisco are the only two places that have required pro athletes to show one proof of one COVID-19 vaccination dose to play indoors, except with an approved medical or religious exemption. Golden State's Andrew Wiggins has Wiggins has denied was denied a religious exemption earlier this week, which is crazy to me, which is crazy to me, which is crazy to me. What what are they using to justify denying this man a religious exemption? It was what I would like to know. Um, I'm very curious to know how they can justify that. But uh, we'll continue with this article. We'll jump into the Rolling Stone article. This is going to be a real in-depth, dope, deep discussion today, guys. We're going to deep dive into a lot of this stuff about these vaccine regulations and how it could affect some of our favorite teams going into the 2020-2021 season, how it could affect some hospitals, how it could affect school staffing, how it could affect your day-to-day life in these next few episodes. It's going to be really interesting. Please continue to support uh, paypal.me forward slash phantom fuego or paypal.me, P-A-Y-P-A-L dot period, whatever you want to say, point M-E slash phantom, P-H-A-N-T-M, fuego, P-H-U-E-G-O. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to dive back into that article. We're going to dig into some other stuff. This is going to be a really dope discussion. As always, you can reach us at hisghettopointofview at gmail.com, hisghettopointofview at gmail.com, H-I-S-G-H-E-T-T-O-P-O-I-N-T, hisghettopointofview of you at gmail.com additionally you can always catch us on instagram hgpov show his ghetto point of view show his ghetto point of view podcast etc 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 much love and shout outs to grandma's goodies for always and blessing us with these amazing infused spreads of vegan organic infused amazing things try their jamaican patties they are absolutely to die for their lollipops are a1 this man their tinctures everything they they have these their sweet and sour chicken which is these cauliflower wings in this sweet and sour sauce that is so delicious savory the cauliflower wings are crispy, crunchy, delicious, cooked so well and thoroughly. I, I can't say enough amazing things about what they're doing. Check them out. Grandma's Goodies, vegan, organic, infused, delicious. And always much, much love to AJ's Kitchen. Uh, happiness served. Order up AJ's Kitchen at gmail.com. A-J-S-K-I-T-C-H-I-N-N. Try their double Dutch cookies. Shh. The kids will never know it's vegan. AJ's Kitchen, K-I-T-C-H-I-N-N on all 
streamed on all social media platforms. Again, that is A-J-S-K-I-T-C-H-I-N-N on all streaming platforms. And as always, gang, y'all know the music production game is A1. Y'all know my mixing game is where it's at. If you need that sound to take your new beats, to take your new single, to take your new album, to take your new mixtape to that next level, EPs, LPs, mastering projects, whatever, send it to me, man. EQislife247 at gmail.com. E, the letter E, the letter Q, I S L I F E. E Q is life, L I F E two four seven at gmail dot com, and feel free to always check out all the episodes I did of the EQ is life podcast on YouTube streaming. It's gonna be a real dope show. It's gonna be a real long in depth discussion. Much love once again to Grandma's goodies. Much with a Z G R. A-N-D-M-A-Z, Grandma's Goodies, G-O-O-D-I-E-Z, Vegan, Organic, Infused, Delicious, Grandma's Goodies, on all platforms. Shout to AJ's Kitchen, A-J-S-K-I-T-C-H-I-N-N, shout to AJ's Kitchen, shout to Atum Ray's Pantry for all the amazing CBD products they always throw us, the lotions, the bath bombs, it's all beautiful, I personally use it myself, it's absolutely amazing, highly recommended, Atum Ray's Pantry, AJ's Kitchen, Grandma's Goodies, and of course, EQ is Life, all of those people pour into me, they throw, they show me love. They throw me flowers, and I, I appreciate it, literally and figuratively. Ha <laughs> Um, love, gang, love, love, love. It's 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 such an amazing thing. Check out those companies. Support all our sponsors. Uh, you need some mixing done? Holla at me. Holla at Fant- get Phantom on your mix. EQ is life two four seven at gmail dot com. We'll be right back. Let's go. Yeah, guys, so we back, we back. So as always, thank you guys, because you could be anywhere in the world, but you're here with me, and I truly do appreciate that. Please continue to like, share, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend. Twice a week, we get to it. You know how we do it. It ain't nothing to it. And this is the greatest show in the galaxy. And it's called because I have an amazing, an amazing audience like you guys who challenge me, push me, uh, Poke me, prod me, pause. Hey, yo, I know, right? <laughs> but in all seriousness, man, y'all keep me on my toes. Y'all keep me active. Y'all keep me pushing. Y'all keep me inquisitive. Y'all keep me informed. Y'all keep me questioning. Y'all keep me researching. And that's the type of activity, the type of energy, the type of push and pull, feng shui, balance, the type of yin and yang, the type of ebb and flow, the type of equal and opposite. Equal and opposite reactions that help things grow. And I love y'all so much for it. And I truly do appreciate it. Uh, please make sure you catch each and every episode. Shout out to my boy Tommy Farmer uh, for his amazing interview. Uh, if you didn't catch part one to that, check out last uh, the last episode we just posted. And uh, part two will be up today. So that's really dope, man. Um, I'm just so blessed to have so many amazing, so many amazing people uh, that I could tap into and lean on. You know what I mean? Uh, to get amazing jewels, but um, we're gonna continue in, continue on with this article from SI.com. Uh, yeah, 
uh, report Kyrie Irving NBA anti-vaxxers at odds with NBA protocols vaccinated players. So the article goes on uh, to talk about recently Irving stated started to like Instagram posts and follows an account that claims secret societies are implanting vaccines in a plot to connect black people to a master computer for a plan of Satan. So Rolling Stone, I, I mean, I guess because they're a rock magazine, you should you should expect them to be. <laughs> I guess uh, watching such conspiratorial pages. Because uh, they may know the people who are part of the plan <laughs> that Kyrie uh, learned about in that video. Uh, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. <coughs> allegedly. <coughs> allegedly. Allegedly. Right. <coughs> so. Article goes on to say the New York, New York and San Francisco are the only two places that have required pro athletes to show proof of one COVID-19 vaccination. Right. But visiting players don't have to do so. There's and also if you're a artist or a performer from out of town, you don't have to do so. There are so many other players outside of him who are opting out. I would like to think they would make a way. Kyrie's aunt, Taiki Irving or Tiki. I apologize if I'm pronouncing your name wrong. Who runs the family foundation and one of his closest advisors told Rolling Stone. Irving's vaccination status is unclear. The article continues, but NBA legend Kareem Abdul-Jabbar felt strongly on the matter. And, you know, that really troubles me because Kareem was seen as one of those dudes. You know, first of all, his name used to be Luau Sindor, and he changed his name because of his faith in Islam. And he did so at a very interesting time in the league, at a time when the league was in, was in a flux. With a lot of racial, social tensions. He took so many hits. For his personal beliefs. And. Still went down as one of the greatest players of all time. So it, it really. It really troubles me. I understand he's in his senior season. And I'm so grateful. For everything that. All the foundation that he laid. As a trailblazer for social justice. For being able to stand on your square. For living up to your to your values and your perspectives and your religious beliefs, no matter how people treat you in response, you know, you're being a good person, you know, you're being respectful and you just want to be able to live your truth, quote unquote. And Islam was the, the religion of peace that Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, a.k.a. Luau Sindor, felt was appropriate for him. So it's just it's very interesting that now he's making these decisions for another person who would walk, quote unquote, the not so beaten path who veers left when others veer right, who got to the fork in the road and went straight to quote a line from Jay. It's very interesting that now this person who himself has not always walked the beaten path, went to the fork in the road and went straight. Others veered left, he veered right. Others chose Christianity. He chose Islam. Others chose to have regular names. He chose to change his name to Karim Abdul-Jabbar. You know what I'm saying? He, he, he. He's over seven feet tall and he, it's, everything he's done in his life is to, to stand out. And why try to fit in when you a standout to quote Joe Budden, who I have a love-hate relationship with now. But uh, it seems like I, it seems like as, as I continue to meet my heroes, I'm disappointed that their capes aren't as crisp and clean as I thought. But I guess that's life, right? But anyway, the 
article says. The NBA should insist that all players and staff are vaccinated and remove them from the team. Abdul-Jabbar told Rolling Stone. I feel like a lot of times the old players get mad at the young players because they live in an age where they get contracts, contracts and money that older players weren't getting because of whatever racial tensions or social tensions were going on in the, the you know society at the time. A dude like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar should probably be a billionaire for what he did for the league, but he probably has made, you know, tens of millions of dollars on and off the court and probably continues to make, you know, quite a substantial bit of money, much more than, than the average person, but not probably whatever what he was worth in his prime. And I feel like a lot of times these NBA players who say these things from these from these senior seasons gone are saying them from a place of bitterness, of hurt, of they don't feel they got their fair shake or they just do. And a lot of the players from... The contemporary players, the players of today, don't throw them they flowers like they should. There should be pots of money that the new players pay to throw back to the old players just for everything that they did for them, man. There should be additional uh, monies paid by the unions. And I'm sure there's things that happen for players all the time that, you know, the mainstream media never talk about that, you know, common folk will never hear about if you're not in those circles, if you're not in those rooms. So I'm, I'm sure they give back and take care of, especially the big goats and the legends, like the Kareem's, the Wilts. You know, I'm sure they 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 get, they just do. But I I just wish that that would happen for more players, even the ones that didn't have as big a name. If they were like local legends, goats in their cities, goats in their regions, and they paved the way for so many amazing things, especially the senior players who may have been goats, but you know, outside of the money they may get from the leagues, uh. MBPA, the Players Association, the unions, outside of the, the little bit of branding they may get from being in the games like 2K and live and stuff, you know, they might not be getting that much money. Um, so, you know, I just wish that more players did stuff for them because it is without question the the work that those players put in that allows these players now to sign these huge deals, which are justified by the amount of money the league makes now. So the business does better. So the people can get paid more. But, you know, you know to give back and pay forward is always ideal. Make sure the ancestors is good, which again, I'm sure a lot of them are. I'm sure a lot of them are, but you know, when I see stuff like this, it makes me mad. Magic forward Jonathan Isaac shared his distrust of the vaccine. Isaac told Rolling Stone that he began studying black history, watching Donald Trump press conferences and learning about antibody resistance. He also told Rolling Stone that he came to distrust Dr. Anthony Fauci. Celtic center Enos Cantor, who was a devout Muslim, shared his issues with using a religious exemption. If a guy's not getting vaccinated because of his religion, I feel like we're in a time where religion and science has to go together. He told Rolling Stone, I've talked to a lot of religious guys. I'm like, it saves people's lives. So what's more important than that? If you're a player and you're not vaccinated... You could literally change a week, a whole season, with trying to win a championship. Okay, hold on. I'm I'm a little confused. Are you? All right, Enos, you talking all over the place. And a lot of times I feel like Enos Cantor gets used for agendas in the NBA. And I don't really feel like he's really like 
a good dude. Like I don't feel like a lot of NBA players trust him. Like he don't he look like he's on the outside looking in. Like even when he went to Kentucky, he wasn't really like one of the guys. He didn't look like he was clicky up with them. And he's such a talented offensive player, you know, that you would think he's had would have had more success now, but it seems like he can't really fit on teams. He can't really get players to gel with him. And it may be because he always is doing this shit right here. Instead of focusing on his game, he's always trying to be the goofball, silly guy, you know. And you know, to his, you know, to each his own. He he'll play the game, I guess. He's he's down for the politics of the NBA, whatever. The NBA has been hesitant to reach out to its brightest stars in an effort to entice them to promote the vaccine. The league is afraid of pressuring the faces of the NBA, but again, Abdul Jabbar didn't hold back. They are failing to live up to the responsibilities that come with celebrity. Mm-mm-mm. And again, this is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. You see how I'm rolling it? Oh, you like that, right? Jabbar. Like some Earth Kitchen. Like, perfect. 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 Enrique Iglesias. Enrique Iglesias. Telenobuelas. Telenobuelas. Like, yeah, I really have a, like, a, you know what I mean? I got a grasp of language. Like, I have to say, man. I, I really do. Um, that's a definitely a blessing. Only if I use it for the gift that it is. Not a curse. But anyway. Just a hot thought. Cantor and a teammate also shared that multiple Celtics are not vaxxed. What the? Yo, Enos. Yo, this dude is the worst. <laughs> the NBA. Niggas like him get to regularly be on teams. This nigga was on Kentucky. Like, I feel like it's because coaches know, yeah, he's nice. Yeah, he could fit in with the team offensively. He's a little slouch, slouchy on defense. But he'll get you a little 10 and 8, 10 and 8, easy, easy. He'll get you 10 and 8, easy. You know what I mean? 15 and 6 when he's locked in. 15 and 7. 15 and 9 when he's locked in. Easy. But, um... If you could get a team to trust him, this dude, dude run his yip yap. Like, ugh. the league is afraid of pressuring the NBA faces. But again, oh man, they are failing to live up to the responsibilities to become a celebrity. Athletes are under no obligations to be spokespersons for the government, but this is a matter of public health. So, which is it? Are they under no obligation to be a spokesperson, or are they? Because it sounds like you're double talking, Abdul Jabbar. Irving, fellow Nets stars Kevin Durant and James Harden are expected to speak on Monday at a league-mandated preseason media day. The same one Irving skipped last year because he wrote on Instagram, the media are pawns. Many in the media are pawns. That is not an inaccurate statement. Whether they like that or not, it's not an accurate statement. Additionally, Irving made a trip to South Dakota in August to surpri- and a surprise visit to a schoolyard at a Sioux reservation where he planned to take selfies and give signatures to kids there. But in the, but in the school where all students over 12 are required to wear a mask, Irving didn't, according to Rolling Stone. Pretty much everyone had a mask on. The mother of one student in attendance told Rolling Stone, everyone but Kyrie, everywhere he went. The superintendent insisted mask were kept on, but on school, the school's Facebook page, photoshopped pictures can be seen in an attempt to make it seem that Kyrie and several students and several students wore their mask. 
blah, blah, blah. Are they saying, did the students come down with anything? Have the students contracted COVID? Are the students okay? I don't want anybody's health to be at risk. Are the students okay? I think the most important thing is if the students are okay, if they're healthy, if they're asymptomatic, if they test negative the next few times they're tested, if they are, uh, their parents allow them to be tested, then I think that's the most important thing. And as long as these students are well, I think it was a wonderful, exciting, positive experience to get to meet a gentleman like Kyrie. Um, not something they would get every day. And um, as long as they're still healthy and fine, I'm sure their lives will be much better for having the meeting with someone like that who is celebrated and celebrity. Um, and I think that's a good use of his time uh, going to see children on the Sioux Reservation and, uh, you know, making them feel positive and empowered and uh, promoting good vibes to them. So just my humble opinion. And now we're going to get into this Rolling Stone article, y'all. This is your boy, Phantom Fuego, P-H-A-N-T-M-P-H-U-E-G-O. And you are tuned into the news, views, previews, and reviews. With just the twist of his, got a point of view. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Shout to Indie Source Magazine. Um, shit has been an absolute blessing writing for the magazine. Just uh, submitted my article for October. Did a review of Donda, well, which is going to be in next month's edition. About a four-page spread. Check it out. It's a dope, dope article. Um, I really, really, really enjoyed working on the piece. Um, submerging myself in Kanye's new project, and uh, I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed Donda, man. I think it's dope. I think uh, yes, it is twenty five tracks. I get it. It's quote unquote a lot of music. I think that we used to get bigger albums before from people, and now we're just accustomed to smaller projects. So it do- so it does. So it seems like a lot of music, but I don't know if it really is that much. Especially because he doesn't drop as frequently as he used to. So, you know, there were so many people he wanted to collab with. And I'm sure there were other people that he collabed with that didn't get to be on the album. Allegedly, there's a Soldier Boy record or Soldier Boy verses that didn't make the final project. Among, I'm sure, other people who didn't make the final project. But I'm sure they were compensated. You know, at least their upfront costs. But they don't now get the credits and, you know, the residuals. Or if they agreed to just do it for the residuals, you know, then maybe he should cut them a check, send them, send them some type of thank you, uh, gratis. Uh, the label, I'm sure, will take care of it in some way or fashion. Um, just, you know, to keep those relationships good and open with them and their management, etc. But, um, really enjoyed the project, man. I thought it was dope. I do hear some people saying, oh, it was a little churchy. Uh, I get it. I'm not the, you know, quote, I'm not a quote unquote Christian myself either. Uh, you know, that quote unquote religious either. Um, but I do believe, you know, in higher power to most high. Um, God, Allah, you know what I mean? Whatever, whatever you call God, man, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not hugging up on that shit like I used to be, man. <sighs> There's, you know, I feel that, you know, whatever, whatever you feel God is. It is, it is. There's a oneness to that. Um, and the, the principles shared among most religions are fairly straightforward and the same. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, whatever, with all that shit. You know, like, be good people to people. Be good people to people. Be good people to people. 
And yeah, you know, a lot of people need religion and the structure that religion brings to help them adhere to those and have a support system of people to check in with and create, you know, a constant place to recharge the batteries and re-nourish themselves because the world can be crazy as hell. So I, I, I understand the impact that organized religion can, if done correctly, can have on a community, on a state, city, borough, county, region, on a block, etc., on a on a neighborhood like i understand the impact that that can have if if done positively or the or the impact that it can have when done not for the good of the community when done just to to take from and suck from the community because it's going to have an impact either way if it's an institution that's in the community for a long time and its doors is you know open and people are packing the seats every damn week multiple days a week it's having an impact one way or the other you know what i'm saying so one might benefit the hood that it uh, resides in and one might benefit just the church itself. But, you know, either way it's having it and the people that run it. But either way it's having some type of impact. Either way, you know, so. Just my cup of tea, man, just my cup of tea. But, um. <clears throat> Just my cup of tea, man. Just my cup of tea. But how are you guys today, man? I hope everybody's having a beautiful day out there. I hope everybody's not letting the madness of the world get them down, get to them, get you guys in a dreary place, man. Because sometimes, you know, all of this stuff can just really move so fast and so hectic and so heavy and be such a downer and, you know, create such a uh, intense, aggressive animus situation full of animosity and rage and terror and strife and fear you know a lot of those things can be uh created in these times a lot a lot a lot a lot you know but um we get through it man day to day that's all that's important we get through it day to day and feel free to have always tune in hit me up his ghetto point of view at gmail.com his ghetto point of view at gmail.com his ghetto point of view at gmail.com black white red yellow green blue man woman other please hit me up whatever you identify as you ever need to just chop it up his ghetto point of view at gmail.com i'm doing this platform for the people you know what i'm saying and i'm really here to support in any way I can. Just let me know, you know. His ghetto point of view at gmail.com. His ghetto point of view at gmail.com. H I S G H E T T O P O I N T. His ghetto point of view at gmail.com. Back in the SI article. Like in his canon. He's a fucking. Whew. He's a guy. Additionally, Irving made a trip to South Dakota in August and a surprise visit to a schoolyard at a Sioux reservation. So he wasn't so. Man. So was he in the school? Or was he just at the schoolyard? Anyway, that article's 
interesting at best. Interesting at best. We're going to take a quick break and then we're going to tie into this Rolling Stone article. Mm-mm-mm. Yo, this vac situation with the NBA is really getting interesting. And uh, yeah, man, it's, it's, it's more to come on it, on his ghetto point of view. Chime in. Stay in tune. Let's go. Yay! Yo, what's up, Trav? You hear me? Yeah, perfect. Nice. Word, man. Yeah, so my somebody somebody nah. called me, uh, and I think it shut us all off or shut my microphone off. It's all good, bro. I understand, man. You busy gentleman, man. It is what it is. Uh, but, yeah. um, Hey, it's it's like that, man. But um, listen. Uh, so to continue on, uh, you were saying that uh, as you once you uh had the epiphany uh about the uh the partying versus you know building the business and uh building the brand at in the office uh with the real estate that you were able to really have a breakthrough. Yeah, absolutely. And I wish I would have um figured this out earlier, but you know things don't. Things don't happen when you um, think you're gonna figure them out, you know. Mm-hmm. They, wow. they 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 just have you know you just you you figure it out you figure it out when you're supposed to figure it out, you know. You're supposed to go through a lot of stuff to um, you know figure certain things out in life. That's just the way it works, you know. Wow, wow, wow. I mean, that's a very I mean, that's a very mature perspective to have on things, man. I think that just takes time for people to even just develop that, like, perspective or outlook. That's that's real dope, man. Um, exactly. So, being so like, uh, going from, uh, I mean, you, you're doing rather successful in the field now at this point, man. You, you've moved all the way up to a management position, though. Well, no, not management. I, uh, I mean, I'm sales director in a uh, building. I don't want to. Do, I never want to do any management in real estate, though. And you mm-hmm. know, it's just like same thing. If you're working uh, another job, manager, you're not making as much money. But mm-hmm. I, I, I'm sales manager on a, a big condo project, almost sold out there. Twenty six units. We got six more units to sell. And I've sold a few other, out a few other projects. You know, so um, yeah, business is crazy though. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I'm definitely. I can I like. What I thought I wanted to be in this industry when I first got in, where I'm at right now, I can't even imagine where I'm at right now. And it's mm. just it's just getting better because of um, the people I've surrounded myself around and taking taking my ego out the equation and just surrounding myself around good people who I can learn from and who are gonna guide me in, in like you know different different places because. I got in thinking I, I knew everything. I didn't know shit. Mm. You know, people we always well, I, I could have. And for years, I kept blaming every everybody why the first few years of real estate didn't work. Until I was like, man, I'm the fucking blame. <laughs> and nobody told me to hang out to four, five, six, seven a.m. You know, going to raise and doing all that shit. That was my choice. Nobody put a gun to my head to do it. Mm. You know. So wow. I, I I came to the realization and then one day I was just like, you know, I need to uh, be humble and, and learn, man, and be around people. Because, you know, for instance, it's like when I first started, there was many deals that I kind of accomplished 
that I could have just split with another broker who had more experience that helped me figure out how to close that deal. And because I was thinking, oh, I'm going to make 80 grand off this deal. Man, I didn't make nothing off the deal because I didn't know exactly what I was doing. If I would have put somebody on that listing with me, I would have at least made $40,000. But, mm. you know, so it comes to people like they want to get big headed and they want to take they want to take all, you know, all the bread and everything. And they don't realize that that's just not the way to go. I mean, at this point, I don't even care how much money I'm making on deals. As long as I just keep doing deals, I'm mm. I'm going to get what I need, man. You know, even if right. I made a penny off each deal, I mean, that's exaggerating. But if I did enough deals, if you made a penny no, off each I deal, mean, you yeah, to absolutely. it's exaggerating, but, you know. Um, it's, it, it's, it creates a fair point. What What is that called? Um, I forgot the name of that business concept. Uh, but even on um, people like uh, Vlad TV speaks about it. I'm not a big fan of Vlad, you know, but um, he spoke oh, yeah. about it in a few of his interviews. Um, the, the concept where like even if a, if he has thousands of videos and all of his videos are out there making a penny, um, uh, each of those uh, different pieces of intellectual property, like it's out there generating that all the time. So it doesn't matter. All the time, if, yeah, it don't matter. If it's only one penny each one, yeah, right. It's it's the more it's more about the recurrence of it than just exactly. trying to get it get the huge bag on each one individual uh, interaction or each individual transaction with each particular exactly. consumer. So, nah, man, that's shit, that's volume volume something. I can't I can't remember the name of it, but like like scale like like scales. I can't remember the name of it, but like. Like yeah, doing stuff to scale, yeah, like like scale, yeah, yeah scale, like scale, yeah. But uh, that's, yeah, yeah so, that's where your money's gonna come from. Right, right, right. Absolutely. You're gonna make a few, few, you're gonna make a few big deals, but those those small deals equal big deals. You know, right. when you got 10, 20 of them, you know, right. closing within, within a month, Absolutely. two months, that's uh, that's 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 bread. Mm-hmm. Wow. So I mean. I want that bread. If somebody else don't want it, <laughs> I'm gonna take those small deals now. You know, that's dope, man. That's dope. So I, I want to eat. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So, so uh, how do you how do you see the 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 housing market in New York going forward, man? Uh, like, like the, how how we looking out here, man? Like, as a person in the field, that you know, please, man, give us. Don't 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 sugarcoat it with us either, man. Be be as no, be yeah. as direct as you can be, man. It's, Please. It's 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 like right now. I say it's case by case. Every neighborhood got its perks and stuff like that. Some neighborhoods aren't doing that well, but you know, like the luxury market in Manhattan, that you know is taking a a beating for the past few months. Um, but then you got certain places in Brooklyn that are just. They're, they're having bedding wars, you know, everybody wants these houses. They want, uh, you know, like their townhomes, their brownstones, you know, people uh, going to bedding wars for them. But then you got some house houses in like less desirable blocks and like, you know, deep um, like Bed-Stuy that aren't moving. But then a block away, you got the same exact house that's it's like 50 people there for the open house and it's selling that same week just because hmm. of the block. You know, so it's a it's a case by case scenario right now. Wow, wow. So, do you think the talk of uh, New York not 
being what it not being able to resurrect to what it could be from your perspective is is a bit overblown do you think that's just kind of like man it's just people who ne never liked new york man that's all that is <laughs> that's all the people who 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 never liked new york and always talking stuff about new york because statistically more people have moved to new york now than left new york during the pandemic mm -hmm. so wow it's uh it, it, it that's yeah that's just an uh a, a bunch of nonsense hmm. because hmm. think about it you know just because uh i mean I, I always tell people think about it this way it's a pandemic things are going really really crazy the streets don't seem safe would you feel safer in a big city where you see people or will you feel safer in the suburbs when you walk outside you're the only person you see for a, a few miles i don't know about you but man i'm the only person i see for a few miles i'm gonna need to strap up <laughs> you know mm. because yeah. if i see somebody yeah. walking down the street i'm gonna i'm gonna be shook absolutely absolutely yo man the you see very happy we were able to finally get this done bro because yeah and your whole perspective but when you you're not in the field, field that you're in or like a similar one, you're not seeing it from that perspective. Mm -hmm. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah, why? Uh, like most people are going to gravitate to, I guess, in larger cities at that point. Wow. Hmm. That that makes complete yeah, sense. Yeah, exactly. It's like you know that's why a lot of people are moving back because um they were out and there wherever they went to uh, move to and they was like oh. Everybody's moving back to the scene now. It's now it's uh now safer. I mean, no place is a hundred percent safe anyway. Mm. So, mm. and if you just if that's what you're worried about, and just never leave your house ever again. <laughs> and I, you know, not to, not to, you know, not to like belittle anybody, but we gotta live. And okay, yeah, New York might the, the crime the crime might be up people say but right now the crime doesn't seem like it's that up you know statistically um from this time this year and from this time last year it's just more noticeable now because it ain't that much stuff to report on the news besides bad stuff anyway so mm. if you focus on all that bad shit that's going on you know it's gonna just keep it's gonna just keep coming mm. 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 wow Wow, man, you you just dropped you just dropped a bunch of heavy jewels right there. That you know, I hope some people caught. Um, but thank goodness, play this. <laughs> was it anyway, anyway, so that's dope, man. Nah, that and fresh it, man. And I guess that's what makes you you allows you to kind of, for lack of a better way to put it, weaving out the mate. It's like and do everything but you could kind of like also take a step back from the chessboard yeah i see those moves but i different angle so not as dope man like that yeah i appreciate that man yeah that's that's how it has to be you gotta look at things you gotta look at things differently man to like to really see the full picture too you know that's dope always been i mean it seems like you've always Way I've known you, like, like, when you just a different vibe, too, man. Like, 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 with the music that that helped you cultivate 
this other nature to you. Like, 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 what makes different way, man? Like, did you create the song? So, man, like, shit is I mean, dope. It's come from a lot of trial and error, like you know. You definitely come from a lot of trial and error, but a lot of it, man, I I inherit from my parents, you know. They're both, wow. you know, I have aspects from both my mom and dad that uh come from, some come from my mom, some come from my dad, um, you know, that helped me out. Mm. You know, um, it was just like, you know, amalgamation of both of them. So, you know, my dad's like, he always thinks out the box. My mom's good with the numbers and stuff like that. So there's a mixture of those two. This is what really did it, you know? Parents, man, definitely, man, absolutely. But that's dope. You took the torch and ran with it, though. You know, some people, they're blessed with, with things, but they don't, you know, take and, and turn it, turn exactly. the juice out. You know, they don't squeeze the oranges, if you will. But you, you know, you don't seem to be wasting a drop. <laughs> nah, and you can't. Okay. Absolutely, man. You can't. Absolutely. Do you think sometimes people allow like like fear of like uh you know things they see in the media or things that they hear like uh from their friends or, or would be friends as it were to allow them not to get to their full potential like like oh, like oh hell like, yeah you... man mm-hmm. hell yeah yeah because people are, and and then sometimes it's just not people being haters a lot of times we think it's people being haters but it's not really it's like even if somebody really cares about you they're gonna sometimes people gonna care about you so yeah bro they they don't want you to get hurt because they've been hurt trying to like follow their dreams so they're telling you like to take the easy route um but man like it ain't it ain't it ain't no easy street man you gotta pay your dues like people be like oh man it's just like this people watch basketball yo man these dudes making so much money like Bro, these dudes been fucking working out since they've been in fifth grade, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Some of them longer than that. Like, their workout ethic, just working out at their body since fifth fucking grade. Some of them, you know, now you got these new age, these dudes working out since they, like, you know, second grade, second grade, grade yeah, second. man. So it's like you can't compare your yeah. work ethic yeah. to their work ethic, you know? No, um, man, there's definitely a lot of time and a lot of a lot of lessons learned in any journey that ends with a big with a big no what the field so so it's so much yeah, work. i don't think there's well, no cheat code but my man trav i hate to hate, hate to cut it short now but i'm about to park up and go uh i see my client outside now so i'm gonna park up and um no problem show, show, these, is, show these apartments real quick yeah, Absolutely, you gotta get to get to, get to that. This has been so. I appreciate word, word, yeah, man. So we are. <laughs> yeah, guys. So we back. We back on this very interesting episode. Uh, we'll be looking at uh, the NBA and what is going on uh, with the vaccine situation. Oh, Rolling Stone magazine uh, has just posted an article uh, and also updated it uh, for today, Monday, September 27th. Irving was not present for, Net, for Nets Media Day at Barclays Center of Brooklyn, 
where city law requires athletes to have at least one dose of COVID vaccination to participate in team activities. Appearing for, from his home for a brief press conference, with reporters, Irving declined to answer any direct, any directly for any to answer directly four separate questions regarding his vaccination and playing status. Living in this public sphere, there's a lot of questions about what's going on in the world of Kyrie, he said, and I would love to keep this keep that private and handle that the right way with my team going forward with a plan. The Nets dodge questions about what such a plan might be. San Francisco city officials removed religious and medical exemptions from their policy on Friday, making the NBA's decision on Wiggins easier. A A league source said any comment on further Application for exemptions in New York would would make it clear who had applied. The New York Knicks have said their team is 100% vaccinated. Article continues, one by one, the basketball players, non-vaccinated star here, fully inoculated veteran on mute down there, a full-on anti-vaxxer front and center, logged into the video conference. The annual summer meeting of powerful NBA union, of the powerful NBA Union had gone virtual again on August 7th, and high on the agenda for the season ahead was a proposed mandate from the league office that 100% of the players get vaccinated against COVID-19. One response echoed from squares across the screen, according to players with an executive on the call, non-starter, non-starter, meaning essentially that's, we're not, we're not talking about that. The NBA had relied on science above all to lead the sports world through the COVID nightmare. From the league's outbreak-driven shutdown to a pandemic-proof playoff bubble in Disney World to game after game with fans back in the stands. But after two plague seasons of non-stop nasal swabbing, quarantining, and distrust, unvaccinated players were pushing back. They made their case to the union summit. There should be testing this year, of course, just not during off days, which I think is super sensible. Why you need to test me on my off day? They'd mask up on court and on the road if they must, but no way would they agree to a mandatory jab. I think these are all pretty reasonable things. The vaccine deniers had set the agenda. The players agreed to take the vax, their demands for personal freedom to the NBA's negotiating table. This month, league officials caught a break. Two of America's most progressive cities, New York and San Francisco, would require pro athletes to show proof of one COVID-19 vaccination dose to play indoors, except with an approved medical or religious exemption, which meant that one of the NBA's biggest stars, but now... San Francisco has removed the religious exemption, so now you just got to get the shot. Would be under heavy pressure to get a shot, and if Brooklyn Nets stars superstar Kyrie Irving could be convinced to take the vaccine, then maybe, just maybe, the whole league could create a kind of bubble together. When asked directly about Irving's vaccination status or his plans to change it, most of the people familiar with his thinking declined to answer directly. But one confidant and family member floated to Rolling Stone the idea of anti-vax players skipping home games to dodge the New York City ordinance, or at least threatening to protest them until the NBA changes his ways. There are so many other players outside of him who are opting out. I would like to think that they would make a way, said Kyrie's aunt, Tiki Irving, uh, who runs 
the seven-time All-Stars Family Foundation, is one of the few people in his regular circle of advisors. Excuse me. It could be very, it could be like every third game. So it still gives you a full season of being interactive and being on the court, but with limitations that they're, of course, suppressing upon you. There can be some sort of formula where the NBA and the players can come to some sort of agreement. A spokeswoman for Irving declined to respond to a list of questions regarding his vaccination and playing status, and Irving did not immediately respond to a message from Rolling Stone. But as teams return to preseason training camps next week, 50 to 60 NBA players have yet to receive a single vaccine dose, league sources tell RS. Most are considered merely reluctant skeptics. Some are the holdouts, however. Some of the holdouts, however, amount to their own shadow roster of anti-vaxxers mounting a behind-the-scenes resistance to COVID protocols. And the quote-unquote truth. Irving, who serves as vice president on the executive committee of the Players Union, recently started following a like, following and liking Instagram posts from conspiracy theorists from a conspiracy theorist who claims that secret societies are implanting vaccines in a plot to connect black people to a master computer for a plan of Satan. This Moderna microchip misinformation campaign has spread across multiple NBA locker rooms and group chats, according to Moderna microchip. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> according to several of the dozen plus current players, Hall of Famers, League executives, arena workers, and virologists interviewed for this story over the past week. Mm. The league's virus hunters denied a religious exemption request from a vaccine-denying player in San Francisco this weekend, lighting a powder keg on a combustible mix of race, religion, class, and clubbing in a time of COVID aimed at some of the most influential role models in America. General managers remain confident that they can get superstars vaxxed by opening night. And in a concession to the Delta variant, all courtside players and personnel will be required to wear a mask on arena benches and around practice facilities for the foreseeable, for the foreseeable future, Rolling Stone can reveal. According to near final medical guidance, guidance outlined to RS on Saturday, however, unvaccinated players have forced the league to cave on nearly every other demand. Caving? Really? The league? Stop it. The NBA should insist that all players and staff are vaccinated or remove them from the team. NBA legend Kareem Abdul-Jabbar tells Rolling Stone, there is no room for players who are willing to risk the health and lives of their teammates. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, disappointed in you, man. The staff and fans simply... The teammates of their teammates, the staff and fans, simply because they're unable to grasp the seriousness of the situation or do the necessary research. What I find especially disingenuous about the vaccine deniers is their arrogance at believing immunology and other medical experts. Hold up. At disbelieving immunology. Hold on. Hold on. Are they disbelieving immunology if they're saying that people who have natural immunity, if they've already caught it, should be allowed in arenas and around people just as much as people who decided to take the vaccine, if not more so, if studies have shown that there's a 7 to 13 percent greater effectiveness of natural immunity versus the quote the immunity that one acquires from the vaccination, which is why six to eight months after the vaccinations, now the CDC is recommending 
booster shots for at least 50 people 65 and older and people in quote unquote high risk communities over 18. I don't think that's a, (laughs) I don't think, I don't think that's ignoring the science at all. To what end will the booster shots cease if, if now they'll be every six to eight month thing or annual thing to what end, uh, uh, when, when there are reports of, uh, people creating flu shot and COVID combo jabs to, for people to be able to take annually, what, to what end will this, will this be done? Oh, you didn't, oh, 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 what, what did, what you you didn't know that they would be creating COVID flu shots, where the shot will be half COVID, half flu for us to take. Any- Let me enlighten you, mon frere. Let me let me put you on the gun. 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 Reverb. So you went up with a print you want to think grant with a pen let me put you on the gun let me put you on the gun alright so let me see if let me see let me, let me, let me, let me see uh, let's see what comes up searching currently you know we do this in real time man i just get a point of view man there's no there's no point in playing games with it let me play playing games with it According to WebMD.com, June 6th, 2021, combining the flu and COVID shot appears safe and effective. Excuse me? Excuse me? Why would I need a COVID shot every year like a flu shot? The plot thickens, guys. June 16th, 2021, giving a COVID-19 vaccine at the same time as a seasonal flu vaccine appears safe and effective, according to a new study. Why would you even need to study that if COVID is not supposed to be here much longer? Why would you even be taking the time to study that? What prompted such a study? Let's, 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 let's double back. The motherfuckers just said, oh, that's just, just safe and effective. Why are y'all studying that? What? Why? Why are you studying that? What? What led to the need to study such a thing? The flu is an annual thing. COVID is supposed to be this thing that's we're, we're getting rid of by taking the, the the vaccinations. Why would we need to take time to study combining an annual thing with something that's supposed to be being removed and gone after? these shots 
and a booster? Is it because of what the Pfizer and Moderna CEOs have already suggested that there will possibly be a need for an annual COVID shot? And is it because of the need for an annual COVID shot now that they will be, they're saying, let's combine the COVID and flu shot? Talk to me, guys. Talk to me. Overall, the Novavax vaccine has shown an 89.8% efficacy in an ongoing placebo-controlled phase 3 study. The first test to, the first to test how people react to getting both shots simultaneously when the researchers gave a smaller group of 431 volunteers from the same study an influenza shot at the same time, efficacy dropped slightly to 87.5%. Article continues, some adverse events were common in the co-administration group, so that's a group that was administered both shots. For example, soreness at the injection site was reported by 70% compared to 58% for those who got COVID-19 shot alone. The same was true for pain and injection site at the injection site, 40% versus 29 fatigue and muscle pain. Rates of, rates of side events that required medical care and serious adverse events were low and well-balanced between groups. A booster for vaccines. The research could carry implications for future COVID-19 booster shots. Overall, the study results are reassuring and and of potential practical importance if we have to give booster doses. It will make it easier to give them both in one visit. And this is a quote from Gregory A. Poland, MD, an internist and part of the vaccine research group at Mayo Clinic Research Center in Minnesota. This is just absolutely crazy, guys. This is just absolutely crazy, guys. I think the more vaccines that are available, the better. The article ends. This is a WebMD article, guys, from June 16th, 2021. According to the vaccinereaction.org, an enlightened conversation about vaccination, health, and autonomy. Moderna Novavax developing combined single-dose COVID-19 and influenza vaccine, according to Rishma Parpia. And this is the article from September 27, 2021. So this is an article from two mother freaking day. American pharmaceutical and biotechnology company Moderna Inc., which partnered with the U.S. National Institutes of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, the NIAID, 
to develop an mRNA COVID-19 vaccine being distributed in the United States under an emergency use authorization, also known as an EUA, announced that it is developing a combined single-dose booster vaccine for COVID-19 and seasonal influenza. In a press release, Stephanie Bansell, CEO of Moderna, stated that I am proud of the progress that Moderna, the Moderna team has made in advancing our best-in-class mRNA pipeline. While addressing the global COVID-19 pandemic, we believe our mRNA platform can solve the world's greatest health challenges from diseases impacting millions to ultra-rare diseases impacting dozens to medicines personalized down to the individual. So their plan is to use this mRNA platform, the synthetic protein delivery systems to tackles tons of diseases hmm. interesting today we are announcing our first step in our novel respiratory vaccine program with the development of a single dose vaccine that combines a booster against COVID-19 and a booster against flu y'all heard that Today, we are announcing the first step in our novel respiratory vaccine program with the development of a single dose vaccine that combines a booster against COVID and a booster against flu. Moderna's mRNA COVID-19 influenza vaccine combo candidate. Moderna said it is developing a new booster vaccine, MNRNA 1073, that combines their existing COVID-19 vaccine, booster dose, MNRNA 1273, and its MRNA experimental influenza vaccine in a single dose. So an experimental vaccine and another experimental vaccine all together in a Y'all hearing this? Am I am I the only one hearing this? They gonna put two experimental vaccines in a jar, whip them round. Hear <laughs> that shit to you? Whip them round and say, "Huh." According to FDA news, the combination vaccine candidate is designed to target both the SARS-CoV-2 spike protein that this coronavirus uses to enter. Human cells in the influenza hemagglutinin, or the HA glycoprotein found on the surface of influenza viruses that plays a key role in influenza infectivity. So they're going to have two synthetic proteins. Crazy. Testing for the MNRNA-1073 vaccine began in July 2021 and will not be available for upcoming winter 2022 season as it is still in initial developmental stages. Moderna's Bansel said so in the same single shot you get high efficacy flu vaccine the appropriate virus variant for that given year and you walk into your CVS or go to your general practitioner and you get one dose and you're all set for flu and for COVID hold up what So in the same single shot, 
you get high efficacy flu vaccine, that appropriate virus variant for that given year. What? The appropriate virus variant for that given year. The appropriate virus variant for that given year, and you walk into your CVS or go to your general practitioner, you get one dose and you're all set for flu and COVID. How would they know what the appropriate variant shot is for a given year? How would they know that in advance? They, she's talking almost like they, they, they are projecting in advance which variants they're going to need shots for. <laughs> Guys. On September 9th, 2021, the article continues, Moderna was trading at $456 per share. After its latest announcement of the combination vaccine, Moderna started trading in the market in early 2020 at 111 per share, but it has steadily increased by more than 300%. Oh my God. What the f- <sighs> But that's okay because you can buy fractional shares now. Guys, it might be time. It might really be time to start getting into some of these companies, man. Oh, my God. Like, Novavax is combination COVID-19 and seasonal influenza vaccine. Novavax, a biotech company based in Gaithersburg, Maryland, announced its enrollment of the first 12 participants in a phase 1-2 study to evaluate the safety and immunogenicity of the of a combination vaccine using Novavax's experimental seasonal influenza and COVID-19 vaccines. Seasonal influenza and COVID-19 vaccines. How do they have seasonal COVID? Novavax's combined vaccine candidate uses Novavax COVID-19 recombinant protein base NVX-CoV-2373 and nanoflu vaccine candidates and a patented saponin-based Matrix-M adjuvant in a single formation known as COVID-nanoflu combination vaccine. NVX-CoV-2373 is a protein-based vaccine candidate engineered for the, from the genetic consequence of the first strain of SARS-CoV-2, the virus that causes COVID-19 infection. NVX-CoV-2373 was created using Novavax recombinant nanoparticle technology, nanoparticle technology to generate antigen derived from the coronavirus spiked protein. It is formulated with nano Novavax has patented saponin based matrix M adjuvant to stimulate and enhance immune response and high levels of neutralizing antibodies. Nanoflu is a quadrivalent recombinant hemo, hemagglutinin protein nanoparticle influenza vaccine produced by Novavax and its SF9 insect cell baculovirus system. 
Nanoflu uses HAM and amino acids. Yo, this article is crazy. All right, listen, this is very interesting. So, article ends phase one, two clinical trial to be conducted in Australia. Novavax said that it has begun its early stage phase one, two clinical trial of the COVID nanoflu combination vaccine. Trial will be conducted in Australia and will enroll 640 adults between 50 and 70 who have either been infected or given an authorized COVID-19 vaccine at least eight weeks prior to the study. As part of the clinical trial, participants will receive combination and its influenza along with major Jesus. Novavax expects to release the clinical trials in the first half of 2022. Man, good luck to those study participants. Jeez. Mm-mm-mm. This is crazy. Listen, I I don't understand. This is crazy. The Rolling Stone article continues. Jonathan Isaac is known less by the average basketball fan for his play. More for being the guy who stood up with his jersey during the national anthem in the NBA bubble while every other player on the court took a knee in a t-shirt declaring Black Lives Matter amid a global reckoning on race and police killings. I'm not going to sit here and point my fingers at one group of people. Isaac, who is black, tells IRS I would do it again. The Orlando Magic's 23-year-old starting power forward is deeply religious and proudly unvaccinated. When NBA players started lining up for shots in March, Isaac, studying black history and watching Donald Trump press conferences, Isaac started studying black history and watching Donald Trump press conference. He learned about antibody resistance and came to distrust Dr. Anthony Fauci. He looked out for people who might die from the vaccine and put faith in God. At the end of the day, it's people, Isaac says, of the sciences developing vaccines, and you can't always put your trust completely in people. Isaac considers unvaxxed players to be vilified and bullied and he thinks it's an injustice to automatically make heroes out of vaccinated celebrities he rejects the nba's proposal for a vaccine mandate and social distancing for players like him during team travel you can play on the same court we can touch the same ball we can bump chest we can do all those things on the court and then when it comes to being on the bus we have to be in different parts of the bus to me it doesn't seem logically consistent what's wrong with that statement Is that logically consistent? We can play on the same court, touch the same ball, sweat all over each other playing ball. I could grab you, scratch you, claw you, all that during the game. But as soon as the game's over, I have to stay back, be social. Tell me how that works. So COVID is on pause during the game. If you are vaccinated in other places, you are still you still have to wear a mask. You still have to wear the mask regardless. It's like, okay, then what is the mask necessarily for? 
Isaac continues, and if Kyrie says that from his position of his executive power in the NBPA, then kudos to him. Enos Cantor, the veteran-centered, devout Muslim and outspoken liberal, senses a creep of religious right upon his workplace, which just happens to involve players like Isaac sweating all over him and yelling in his face. If a guy get not getting vaccinated because of religion, I feel like we are in a time where, where the religion and science has to go together. He tells RS, I've talked to a lot of religious guys. I'm like, it saves people's lives, so what is more important than that? Kansas' current franchise, the Boston Celtics, had multiple players unvaccinated as of Thursday. He and a teammate said, you snitch, bitch, snitching ass bitch, and you know it. Like, I know it, and you know it, and you know I know it. You ain't nothing but a snitch, bitch, snitching ass bitch, snitch. <laughs> Damn, Enos, and you know it. Like, I know it, and you know it, and you know I know it. <laughs> The NBA claims that 90% of its more than 450 players, star veterans, and players trying to make roster alike have received at least one shot, a lower rate than the conservative NFL league officials provide. Weekly data and studies to teams with unvaxxed players, many of whom they hope will be inoculated before the regular season begins on October 19th. Inside practice facilities next week, vaccinated players expect to spend time convincing skeptical players to avoid a competitive disadvantage if you're a player and you're not vaccinated and you miss a week or two you miss a week or two weeks cancer says it could literally change a whole season and we're trying to win a championship enos cancer you ain't been trying to win a championship since you've been in the damn league sussex forward grant williams comes from a family of scientists he got two shots in the spring as a 22 year old prepared to as a 22 year old prepared to join the board of the players union in August, he found himself lobbying with the group to follow unvaccinated colleagues to allow unvaccinated colleagues to scream from the bench without a mask on for better team communication. That vaccine denying teammates would be encouraged to sit away from him at his team dinners on the other side of the locker room all year was suddenly viewed as a concession to league management. Walking around them might be a hassle, but no matter someone's vaccination status that won't determine relationships you're not going to agree with someone on the same political issue the same financial issue just like in life you learn to adapt you learn to walk to talk to those around you it might be a stricter stance from the league and i understand where they're coming from but as players as a players association it's our duty to fight for the players and the best interests. so we'll do our best to counteract that Article continues, NBA protocols for this season include an especially lengthy warning of how much money is at stake from exposure and corresponding interruptions as a result of behavior off the court. The league medical office goes out of its way to point out that fully vaccinated teams can hit the club all they desire. One vaccinated player said he was frustrated with teammates coming back to next week's training camps who are scared to get vaxxed. But you see them out in the summertime to to go out, go out all the clubs and all the bars and there's virus everywhere. Indeed, the final sticking points for the collective bargaining revolved around players appearance at indoor sponsored and community events and prohibitions against accessing indoor bars, clubs and lounges. It seems a little 
Seems a little silly, man. I don't know. In February, when Irving was on a two-week leave of absence precipitated by the Capitol riot and extended by the NBA punishing him for attending a maskless indoor party, vaccine doses were readily available to celebrity entourages through Whisper Networks. His manager told me at the time that we all have a choice, indicating that some members of Irving's circle were hesitant of the vaccine. Earlier this month, Irving was forced to clarify a tweet that went viral for mysteriously declaring that my mask is off. Now take yours off. No fair. Mask off means you stop being something you're not and stop lying to yourself. It's the moment you discover the real you and can walk around with no fear in a society that shows you a lot of masks. People wear to hide who they really are. Nothing COVID rule related. Relax. Relax. This article is super interesting. Very interesting, very long article to complain about Kyrie Irving not wanting to take the vaccine. Very dope Rolling Stone writing, but come on, Matt Sullivan. This is, I feel the media is just doing what the media does. And, uh, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. The media does what the media does. And, uh, you know, players are going to do what they're going to do. And uh, we got to take it from there. But this has been a dope episode, man. I really think that uh, there's going to be a lot more in store when it comes to this, when it comes to other leagues, when they start, when it comes to hospitals, schools, travel. And I think it's going to only go from there. I think eventually it's going to expand out grocery stores, shopping malls. <laughs> I I think that they're going to really create a situation where they don't allow people to access things at all. And make people as uncomfortable as possible in travel, etc. And you know what? If that's what they feel they have to do, so be it. I mean, we just have to see how it all goes. I wish everybody nothing but health, safety, wellness, peace, happiness, serenity, joy of mind, health of body, wealth of finance, health of finances, clarity of thought. And uh, precision and accuracy and execution. Love, gang. Peace and blessings. This has been a really dope episode. Much appreciated for listening in. I could have been anywhere else in the world, but you're here with me. Please continue to donate. Phantom.me slash PayPal.me slash Phantom Fuego. Or Venmo at P-H-A-N-T-M dash P-H-U. E-G-O dash 42. Peace, gang. Much love to Tommy for the amazing interview. We out. Easy.